0: Welcome to the WestJet Pilot Podcast. Today, Acting MEC Chair Mark Joukowsky and MEC Secretary-Treasurer Mike Taylor introduce the podcast and discuss what the MEC has accomplished in the last couple of months. Hello and welcome to the first in a series of podcasts brought to you uh, from the MEC, from our ALPA office at the Calgary International Airport. My name is Mark Joukowsky, I'm the Acting MEC Chair and I'm here today with Mike Taylor, who's the Secretary Treasurer. Uh, What we've found uh, from previous podcasts is that they've been well received and they're uh, widely used by other MECs. Uh, FedEx has a good one. Uh, We believe that it will be an effective method of communication and our plan is to continue to develop this means of communication to be uh, regular and accessible. Where can you find this, Mike?
1: Thanks, Mark, and welcome, everybody. Yeah, these pilot podcasts are going to be a little bit different than the previous ones strictly because we're actually moving them over to the official podcast platforms for for Apple, Google, and Spotify for now. Um, we'll be producing them probably at least monthly, maybe more often. The uh, podcast itself will be called the uh, WestJet Pilot Podcast. So when you go to the podcast platforms, you can go there now and search and find it, like it, and you'll be able to uh, get updates whenever there's a new uh, series or a new podcast that, that gets published by us.
0: Good. And what we'll plan on doing on these podcasts is to obviously update uh, the pilot group with uh, things that we can talk about. We'll, we'll use these podcasts to, uh, to update the pilot group to what's going on uh, within the MEC, and we'll invite uh, various committee members uh, from your committees to discuss what they've been up to
1: just a quick plug there too mark i forgot to mention too that uh, we're, n- we're not alone producing these this is uh the WestJet uh, mec communication committee uh has done all the the background work for us to be able to produce these and publish them on the various platforms a lot of work goes into that and uh, i'd just like to say uh, a big thanks to them for for getting us set up on this
0: yes we could not do this without them Uh, I mentioned at the beginning, Mike, that we're sitting at the ALPA office. You have been integral to getting this set up. What what do you want to say about the office that we're sitting in?
1: Um, Well, I just wanted to let all all the members know that we we do have our own office now. It is uh, located at the Calgary Airport. It's been a uh, long time coming. Uh, These uh, these kind of talks of getting our own space uh, so that we can conduct our business uh, as needed, Uh, started even before certification Um, it's definitely an integral part uh, of of conducting MEC business Uh, it was finished a few months ago now but obviously in the middle of COVID uh, we had to uh, zig and zag a little bit during the construction process but uh, it was a clean slate when we started and we're finished now we've got uh, a boardroom here we can conduct MEC meetings here a couple different offices uh, it's going to be a real plus uh, for our, our MEC as a whole as far as just adding sophistication and being able to get business done. It's loaded in, uh, located sorry, in the uh, Airport Corporate Centre building, which is attached to the uh, Calgary International Airport, obviously. And uh, we're up in uh, Suite 745 on the seventh floor. So pop by uh, when you're in town.
0: Thanks. It's nice to have a place to come and work in an office as opposed to working out of the the trunks of our cars. Um, I'll spend the next few minutes talking about uh, recap uh, over the last few months and and highlight some things that have been quite beneficial to our pilot group as we dealt with uh, layoffs. And now that we're sort of coming out to the other side of this, uh, putting pilots back in, in positions. When I took, I assume, this position uh, due to the previous uh, chair's un- unfortunate resignation. And I quickly established three goals, short-term goals. The first was to stabilize the MEC. The second was to reorganize the committee structure. And the third was to move uh, as expeditiously as possible. Uh, the first point, to stabilize the MEC, that, that proved to be the easiest of the three. Um, We need uh, a calm and clear thinking MEC to strategize and how we make our way through these problems uh, that that we're always faced with, um, as well as the the numerous elections. Mike, we've had base elections ongoing for quite a while now.
1: Yeah, I think uh, with those layoffs that uh, started uh, April 1st of this year, uh, I mean, we can go back even further with the first round of layoffs, obviously everything unfortunate, um, but COVID has, has dealt us a hand here that we've just had to deal with and work around. Unfortunately, uh, the status reps uh, being, are losing their positions as of April 1st, wreaks havoc. We don't have those pilots represented until there is a new rep in place. And uh, the ELPA election process... It uh, does take time. I mean, it's structured a certain way for, for various reasons. It does work. Normally, uh, we would call a local council election, and you could elect a, an intern, interim representative uh, quite quickly, but because uh, of the inability to have in-person meetings, uh, that hampered things. So we had to let that play out the election cycle to get those, those reps in place so that when we, when we come together as a, as a whole MEC and make these decisions, uh, those pilots are represented at the table uh, during those discussions.
0: Yeah, there, there is a process. Uh, the second of my points was to reorganize the, the, the committee structure. And uh, this proved to be very difficult due to lack of uh, volunteerism. Uh, we had minimal uptake in uh, asking for volunteers in our various fast reads. But Mike, you know some of the numbers of uh, people that we lost through furloughs and um, bump downs to Encore. What are those numbers?
1: Well, officially we had uh, right around about 110 volunteers throughout the uh, committee structure. That doesn't include uh, the MEC, obviously. Uh, There was a few additional as well, like throughout the P2P program. Uh, people just helping out uh, um, on a on a on a smaller level, but officially we had about 110 people in positions uh, throughout the various committees. We did lose uh, about 37 of them with the April 1st layoff. Obviously, there was more with the with the uh, first round of layoffs last year. Um, some of those very key individuals, chairs, for example, on on the various committees. Um, that left us definitely with a, a deficit as far as uh, the support that the MEC needs and us officers need. So we we scrambled a little bit, uh, asked nicely, asked people to, to help us out, um, and we've been able to get through. And um, even though there hasn't been a lot of volunteerism to, for for the uptake of some of the, the empty positions, uh, we understand during these times that, that people have uh, – their own families and whatnot to deal with, but we're always asking for people to step forward. And unfortunately, we've gotten to a position where the committee's structure itself uh, has gotten quite sophisticated. and, and those volunteers um, have gained a lot of knowledge uh, throughout the last couple of years, which is invaluable, but it also makes it very difficult to immediately replace, immediately replace, sorry, uh, with somebody that hasn't been involved in the structure yet. So what we encourage is people to to get involved with with all the different committees so that they can learn the ELPA system, learn how how this is all working and functioning and and the process of it all. And then as we progress, people will uh, be able to move into those more key chair positions and whatnot. So please put your names forward, continue to reach out to ourselves any of the uh, LEC reps, um, the communication committee as well, if you want to put your name forward for, for all those various positions.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very important. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run over a few things that I believe um, have been beneficial to the pilot group in, in these challenging times. Uh, the first, and I won't get into the details here, but uh, through the grievance committee, we've settled numerous individual and policy grievances which have been for the betterment of the pilot group. Uh, the two letters of understanding that I'll just briefly touch on uh, are LOU number five, which is the reserve uh, document, and LOU six, which is the recall document. Obviously, as we see uh, people wanting to fly again and, and booking numbers coming up, and, and the regrowth of the pilot group, the recall uh, letter of understanding is very important. It, it defined the process for how pilots get back to where they were originally or where they would like to go. And to have that uh, codified was very important in allowing pilots to see uh, the path back to where they would like to be. And twin to that would be LU 6, which is the reserve LU. Um, As pilots bump to other bases before they can get to where they want to go, that the reserve line has been very important for a pilot's lifestyle. And for them to know uh, whether they will have to hold reserve in, in a place where they don't live has been very important for them.
1: Yeah, I think the establishment of those, those LOUs through, through the grievance process, um, no, what, when language of a collective agreement is, is first being drafted, especially for our, our first collective agreement, uh, there's so many scenarios that the negotiating committee at the time, even the company, um, never foresaw. And, and obviously COVID is one of those. Um, this gave us, uh, if you want to call it an opportunity, to kind of test that language. And, and the realization of all this movement has, uh, has made both sides realize that some of that language wasn't going to work. So we've had the ability to kind of look at it, test it, rejig it, and come up with an LOU that hopefully works better for, for our entire pilot group, for the recall specifically anyway.
0: And reserve, same sort of thing. Yeah, that that is correct. Okay, that's all we're going to talk about today. We'll keep it short and sweet. And uh, stay tuned for the next podcast. Thanks, WestJet Pilots, for listening to the WestJet Pilot Podcast. We hope you found it informative. Stay tuned for future podcasts. And if you have any suggestions, send us an email at wjacommunications at org. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.